um, after we sing our opening song. So let's, let's uh, sing uh, Shine, Jesus, Shine.
So again, today we're, we're celebrating two feast days. And with the baptism of Christ, um, we remember first the baptism that John did. And John proclaimed uh, the bat- was his baptism was for the repentance of sins, that people might be ready to receive the Messiah, to receive Jesus. But when our Lord asked to be baptized, well, Jesus was sinless. So his baptism wasn't a baptism of, of repentance. It was a gracious, or it was in, in gracious obedience that he was baptized to begin that, that exchange, if you will, um, his life for your life and my life, the life of sinners, fulfilling the law in your place and in my place and taking upon himself God's judgment against sin. And so for that, we give thanks, as Paul says in Romans 6, 11, he says that the great sacrifice ensures that we are able now and forever to be alive to God. And then we, we move back to Friday, which was the Feast of Epiphany. That's the mystery of the wise men or the magi. Um, but the mystery was not who they were or where they came from, but that God would welcome them as his own through Jesus Christ. And we'll hear more about that in our readings today. None of us, you, you nor I, are worthy of God's love or God's redemption. But God has still chosen to rescue you and me from our sin and, and darkness. And he does that through the incarnation of Jesus, through the suffering of Jesus, through the death of Jesus, and through the resurrection of Jesus. That star that shines so many years ago still shines upon us with the light of Christ and fills our hearts with faith. And this is the true unity that transcends every division and even reaches through space and time to make you and me his children. And so in response, you and I offer Christ the worship of our hearts our tithes, our offerings that we bring with our hands and with the service of love. But most importantly, not only the love to God, but the love to our neighbors who are in need. Please rise. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. We were buried, therefore, with Christ by baptism into death. This is my beloved son. Isaiah wrote about God's gracious servant. It was a prophecy about Jesus, who, although he was righteous, exchanged places with us in baptism and unto death. Let us confess our failures to reflect his obedient servanthood in our daily lives. The father put his spirit upon his servant. Paul wrote, do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? For the death he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus as a called and ordained servant of Christ. 
I therefore forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. We sing songs of thankfulness and praise, hymn number 394. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Father in heaven, at the baptism of Jesus in the Jordan River, you proclaimed him your beloved son and anointed him with the Holy Spirit. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. Our first Old Testament reading for this day is taken from the book of Isaiah, chapter 60, verses 1 through 6. Arise, shine, for your light has come, 
and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will rise upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you. And nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from afar, and your daughters shall be carried on the hip. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart will thrill and exalt, because the abundance of the sea will be returned to you. The wealth of the nations shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you, and young camels of Midian and Ephah, all those that rise from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense, and shall bring good news, the praises of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Our second Old Testament reading today is from Isaiah chapter 42, verses 1 through 9. Behold my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him, that he shall bring forth justice in the nations. He will not cry aloud or lift up his voice, or make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a faintly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be discouraged till he has established justice in the earth. And the coastlands wait for his law. Thus says the Lord, the God, the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will keep you as a covenant for the people a light for the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison, those who sit in the darkness. I am the Lord, that is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to carved idols. Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare before they spring forth. I tell you of them. This is the word of the Lord. Our first epistle lesson for this day is taken from Ephesians chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. For this reason, I, Paul, a prisoner for Christ Jesus on behalf of you Gentiles, assuming that you have heard the stewardship of God's grace that was given to me for you, how the mystery was made known by the revelation, as I have written briefly. When you read this, you can perceive my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to the sons of men in other generations, as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. This mystery is that the Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body, 
and partakers in the spirit of Christ Jesus through the gospel. Of this gospel, I was made a minister according to the gifts of God's grace, which was given to me by the working of his power. To me, though I am very least of of these uh, saints, this grace was given to preach to all the Gentiles and the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to bring to light for everyone who is in the plain the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God, who created all things, so that through the church the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This was according to the eternal purpose that he has realized in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access through confidence through our faith in him. This is the word of the Lord. And our second epistle today is taken from Romans 6, verses 1 through 11. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like this, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death he died, he died to sin, once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you must also consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Would you please rise for the reading of the gospel? Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the second chapter. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. 
And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will be shepherd, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent him to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise be to you, Lord Christ. Please be seated as we sing hymn number 412, The People That in Darkness Sat. Please rise. just wanted to hear you sing a cappella. 
The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the third chapter. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, let it be so now. For thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. This is the gospel of the Lord. And so what we'd like to do right now is to bring you back to your baptism and, and to remember it. So in place of our creed, we will ask you questions that either you answered yourself or if you were an infant or a baby, someone answered on your behalf. Do you renounce the devil? Do you renounce all his works? Do you renounce all his ways? Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth? Yes, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son? Yes, I Do you believe in the Holy Spirit? Yes, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the Christian Church, the communion of the saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Please be seated. Do we have any children this morning that would like to come up for the children's message? We do. Before I sit down, I need you guys to turn around so you can see these guys. So anybody know what these guys, who these represent? Who do they represent? Yeah, the three, three wise men, or sometimes they're called magi. Do you guys have a Christmas tree at your house? It may, it may be down by now, but you took it down already. Okay. Did you guys happen to have three wise men there on your tree or somewhere? No. Ah, okay. Well, we didn't have one either, right? But where we had the three wise men, and we had, actually had them in two different places in our church, because they weren't there Christmas Day, so we just like to imagine them making the trip and coming to the tree. And what they what they did is they they came they came to worship Jesus, and they came with with different different gifts. They came with gold, which is gift for a king, 
They came with frankincense, and frankincense is kind of like, like incense. It's, it, it as the smoke goes up, it represents our prayers uh, to God. And then they came with myrrh, with, which is a perfume, kind of like a perfume that they would put over on the bodies of when somebody died, and that was to put on Jesus when he died. Yeah. His box, and his box is back there. I didn't bring it in. It was too much for me to carry today. So the box that he would, he, it would have been, it's a little bit bigger box than what they have. So actually he had his standing on the ground. So, but I'm not, so with that in mind, though, I'm going to talk to you about something else. So, so the wise men came, and, and they, they came to worship the baby Jesus. Okay? And... Um, and, and they came, they followed a star, and there's a whole bunch of different things about the star. I'll talk about that a little bit in the sermon itself. But uh, so, so let me ask you guys a question. Do you guys ever come up with ideas? Like, do you just think of something and say, like, hey, you know, let's go, let's go follow a star and see Jesus? No? Imagination? Well, maybe. Okay. Ideas are, real, ideas are really important. In fact, sometimes in, in, in cartoons, we call them a light bulb experience. And the Magi's had what I like to call a life, a life bulb. Not bulb, life bulb experience. I brought a light bulb with me. So let's see whether maybe you guys ever have any, any just amazing thoughts. So, they do. He does have, have it. So can I... I'm gonna, do you ever think about it? It's okay. I'll start here then. <gasps> you have a light bulb experience. You'd have to ask her. You want to try to? Okay, I see. Oh my gosh, you have light bulb experiences too and thoughts. That's pretty cool. All right, here comes a tough one now. You ready? Do you have any great things? Thoughts? <gasps> I was worried there for a second. You also have, have things. And, and what we have, so for us today, our light bulb experience, and all of them too, imagine light bulbs above, above all their heads. Like, oh, I have them too, don't I? Cool. Um, so um, that for us to come to Jesus is a life, light bulb experience. It is the, the glory and the grace of God given to you both to you, to me, to all of them, so that we can believe in Jesus, that we can be like the wise man to come and to worship not only the baby Jesus, but we get to worship the Jesus who actually grew up, who actually did miracles, who actually died for you guys, died for me, died for all of them, and in fact, he died for everybody in the world so that we could all go to heaven one day. So, because with Jesus' death, all the sins, you know, all those things we're not supposed to do that you guys do. You know what I'm talking about? The things you're not supposed to do that you guys, you can say yes, it's okay. You're not going to get in trouble for it. I don't know how I can ask you what you did. Right? Okay? Right? Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Because I I do. I'm not perfect. You know, there's there's a lot of times uh, the light bulb doesn't go on because I'm not worthy of it. But then Jesus, Jesus forgave me, right? And I'm, and I'm good and I'm whole, right? 
Absolutely. So we're going to pray. And, and for you guys, so you go home today, think about the three wise men, the magi we call them, who came to be, bring gifts to Jesus, somebody they never even met. And then how can we do that gift by taking Jesus, that gift for us, and share him with other people?